a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Tonight, prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. Gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for Whipple. That's right, to be blood podcast. We are back, episode nineteen. We're smoking banquet weed in studio. I got the Scott. Say what up, Scott. There you go. We got Frank Knox. Yes, sir. And your host, the Pete to the Double Easy, and we are back. Following quite the episode last week, right from Halloween, right into the Thanksgiving gimmicks. You know, people already putting up their Christmas shit. It's devastating. Yeah, it's happened immediately, man. You go to the grocery store, all you see is holiday decor. It's crazy. Everywhere. It's everywhere. Scott would know. Scott, Walmart's probably flooded. Oh, man, we've had the Christmas shit off since April. I since mean, that April. April. I'm sorry, August, April. August, August. What? <laughs> August? Jeez, wow. Well, we've got a great show today lined up. We're going to talk about the big NXT versus the main roster invasion. The startup to the build-up for Survivor Series has begun. Don Kincaid is back. We'll be calling the hotline today. we got Ryan Frost, who's All going right. to call in and talk about Battlefront Pro Extreme this Saturday. Their inaugural event. Plus, I'm a married man now. That's right. Woo! We got the ring. I'm sporting the hardware right here, baby. Look at it. That's right. Scott trying to talk about the wedding food was shit. Huh? Now look at him. I told Scott, if you ever talk shit again. uh Uh-uh. I've learned my Uh -uh. lesson. Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-uh. The wedding was great. Don't let him fool you. It was. It was. It was amazing. 
And I'm fucking straight off the fucking honeymoon, baby. Woo, I'm all fired up. I'm glad to be back. To Be Blood Podcast. Make sure you call in. We got a lot to talk about. We want to know what you guys think, your opinions, whatever you want to say. 860-384-7110. The lines are live. We are live on Facebook yet again. That's right. We're live. We're streaming. That's right. And before we go any further, you know what time it is. What time is it? The ceremonial lighting of the blood. Oh, what the fuck is that? Frank Knox already, you know. Turn, turn the damn phone off, damn it. We got important things to do right here. Sorry, I'll turn the volume off on that. So right here, I got my King Pop loaded. I'm about to get this podcast kicked off, so I ask you, are you ready? I'm ready, Peasy. I'm ready. I said, are you ready? I'm ready. Let me see you light it. Let's then, smoke. For the three of us in this podcast studio and the hundreds. Listening at home. Ooh, let's get ready to smoke it. Tell him, Frank. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Smoke it. That's right. We're back, damn it. Episode 19. We never left. We're live as fuck. Woo. The King Palm, baby. After a couple weeks of smoking bongs. You know, which I told Frank I would never do again. You had a week of smoking uh, your, basically your pen, too, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, because exactly. On the honeymoon, I had no weed. Really? I had only smoked once on the whole honeymoon. Actual flower. Otherwise, I had my, excuse me, my live resin pen, you know, and I've been using that. So right here. Feels good. Is this your first blunt since you've been back? It's my first blunt since we've been back. No lie. Wow. No lie. Super ceremonial lighting right That's here. That's right. So what we got here. The first blunt as a married man. That's very true, Frank. That is very true. The first blunt as a married man. And God damn it, it feels good. It feels good. What are you doing over there? I, I'm trying to get back to these comments on Facebook because my iPad wasn't pulling them up. So I had to use the phone. Oh, no. Wow. Jack of all gimmicks over here. Yeah, I know. Frank Knox, man in the Facebook Live. Make sure you got comments. Leave comments. We'd rather you call in, to be honest with you. Yeah, you'll just call in. We'll we'll be reading your comments, but don't expect too much of a response. You want we want you to call in. We want to hear your lovely voices. You know, we got high voltage Omar saying burn it up, hippy dicky mood. Oh, word? Saying smoke it up. That's what know? we're doing. That's, That's right. What That's doing. what I'm talking about. Strain of the week. We got here Critical Kush. Critical Kush is from Barney's Farm, mostly in the Castrena, blends together two famed cannabis staples, Critical Mass and OG Kush. Barney, like the big purple dinosaur? Not quite the oh, same I- thing. <laughs> Not quite the same thing. It's got aromatic notes of earthiness and spice, ushering a calming sensation that relaxes the mind and the body. Here you go, Frank. Try it out. Critical push bears pairs a staggeringly high THC content, which we love here on the show. And a moderate dose of CBD, which we also love on the show. So it doesn't matter. As long as it comes from the plant, we like it. We smoke it. That's right. It also makes it a perfect nighttime strain for pain, stress, insomnia, and muscle spasms, which if you're a pro wrestler, you probably have lots of. (laughs) (laughs) You already know. Like I said, we are live on all the gimmicks. 
Man, talk about a fire-ass weekend. Me, I'll tell you what. I am not still 100% here. I'm here in the studio right now. But I spent all week post-honeymoon trying to figure out what day it even was. All right? Monday, I get back. Right? Okay. Now, Sunday, I get back. Sunday, I get back. We actually go to the gym that day. Okay. Right? Now, next day is Monday. I took Monday off. Smart man. Right? So I'm up Monday. I'm doing shit, you know, grocery shopping, whatever, adulting. Yeah. And so I'm thinking to myself the whole day, I got to go to the gym, 5 o'clock. I got to be with my trainer, you know, blah, blah, blah. So at 5 o'clock comes, I roll out to the gym. I show up. I stretch. I'm ready to go. I'm all fired up. Yeah. I go to my trainer. He's standing there, right, just sitting outside a little trainer box, just chilling there, looking around. And I'm like... Yo, what's up, man? How's it going? Or we're talking about the honeymoon, whatever. And I'm like, dude, I do not want to step on the fucking scale today. I was just on my honeymoon for a straight week. <laughs> That's I what like, I was thinking. Let's go right to the workout. And he stops and he looks at me. He's like, sure. Tomorrow? I'm like, tomorrow? What do you mean tomorrow? He's like, it's Monday. <laughs> Your training day is Tuesday. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> fucking fuck. bullshit. Fucking y'all good piece of shit. Sunday night. I'm sitting home. I'm playing video games. Just got back, right? I'm like, oh, it's 845. Let me turn off the games and put on Raw. Yeah, you told me. You're like, yo, man, Raw's on yeah. tonight. <laughs> That's too funny. Did he, so he, you actually came back the next day? He couldn't, like, just take no, care of you? Oh, right I don't even know now. if he said I was, said I was waiting for a client. That's why I was standing there. Uh, I'm gotcha. like, come on. Well, motherfucker, <laughs> I'm right here, and I'm your client. So That's right. I'm ready to go. You know, so I ended up working out by myself. But either way, the point being is that I've just been so out of it. You know, that like being back doesn't even feel feel well, like real at this point. I spent the whole week in Florida. Mm-hmm. I went to the Disney World. I went to, I mean, Universal Studios. We did the haunted gimmicks, you know, the celebration of Halloween, nice. which That's is pretty right. sick. You were there on Halloween. And you must have had some nice weather, huh? Like we've been getting over here lately. Oh, yeah. No, real good weather. Nice weather, Scott's fucking cold. Right. My nipples are hard all day. So then from there, we drive down That's the fucking. You got to enjoy nice weather. South Florida. I'm in South Florida for a fucking week. You know, four days, five nights, whatever it is. Five nights, four days. Slow, flow, flow. Just fucking chilling, eating, drinking, smoking. There you go. It was great. You were right by Hogan's Beach Shop, right? That was in Universal. That was when I was in Orlando. Yeah, the the hotel I was staying at was literally a block away from Hogan's Beach House. Nice. You know? Brother. I didn't get to go. I took a couple pictures, which you guys saw. Yeah. You know? Hey, Scott, did you miss this? That's right. Blowing the rips in the Scott's face. <laughs> you know? It's been a minute. It's been a minute since you got contact high, Scott. Right there. Man, contact high. What about you guys? What did you guys do this weekend? Man, listen. My weekend was real boring. I set my clock back, and that screwed me up for that the week. fucked me up. <laughs> oh, dude, that thing, that was half my problem, too, was the daylight savings. You know? This weekend, man, I was still fucking sick, terrible. dude. It's I feel terrible. like it's midnight right now outside. It's terrible. Midnight. You really think it's that bad? It's so dark, and maybe I'm just so tired. I feel like I should be asleep right now. I don't know. Well, you guys got me perked up, though. This podcast has got me perked up, though. That's right. He's fired up. Perked up. up. Don't talk about the perks. Scott's over here talking about perks. (laughs) All the wrestlers will start calling in, wonder where to get a script. Oh, God. That's true. That's true. So, that was it. That's it. I mean, really, that's it, Scott. You didn't do shit. I mean, I just, on Friday, I went to, you know, my favorite, uh, Brewery. I went to Treehouse. You know, I had to get some limited edition release uh, cans of beer. Guy loves his Treehouse. 
Come on. That was like for about 24 cans. It wasn't all for me, though. Was, I got it for some other people. You know, do some trees. Uh, There's a black market out there. There's a black market. Yeah. Stuff, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. What do you mean a black market? Like oh, you buy something like, for five, you sell it for 50. Dude, like there was, a, there was a place yesterday. They sold out of a beer in like an hour and a half. So people are like going crazy trying to get it. What's and if that? I the known, Alvarium beer? No, it was actually New Park, which is like a mile away from where I work. If I would have known, I would have just left work and got it, but... So now, like, you know, they want to want to get this beer. So, you know, you give them other beers that you have. and Take a little bit of this, get a little bit of that. Yeah. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Too Frank, nothing really other exciting, huh? Dude, I was sick, man. I was sick before your wedding. I was sick during your wedding, after your wedding. Jesus. And uh, today, <laughs> today is the first day where I feel, like, back to normal. Right. Really? Dude, I'm right there so with like you, So, like, two and a half weeks, this cold, like, lingered and lingered and lingered. I watched the UFC, which was great. Bad motherfucker title. The Rock was there. That's right. It out. The great one. And Came out to his own theme music. The people yeah. chirp. He did. Cause I, was, I was so happy. I was telling the guys I was with, I was like, I hope The Rock comes out to his theme music. Sure enough, boom. How do you, think they, how do you think they booked that one? I mean, that must have, he must have to pay Vince, right? Well, the UFC and the WWE are definitely major crossovers. I think they're in cahoots? Happening. Yeah, they're in cahoots. Maybe, they're in yeah. cahoots? Well, since we're over here smoking... I got a funny ass thing. Did you guys see the kids Bob Lady video? Yo, no. I did. You haven't seen this, <laughs> dude. I gotta play the quick clip. All right, there's this lady who looks like a typical fucking Karen. <laughs> yep. Right. There's people are in the car. I don't know the backstory, but all I know is there's people in the car, and this lady, this Karen lady, is yeah. yelling through the window, calling this girl a bitch and talking that shit. She's I, being I, rude. I think the backstory is. Ooh, Scott's got something. Yeah. No, I think what backstory. happened was because uh, I think. The guy that pulled in next to her, because it's in a parking lot, either he almost hit the car or he almost hit one of her kids or something. Is that what it is? Um, and that caused her to to do what you know what we're what you're going to tell us about. But so basically, I think that's the backstory. I all think. right, not 100 percent sure, but I think that's what. We'll play this clip for Frank because Frank apparently hasn't seen this yet. I have, it's a visual thing too, or oh um, no, we I mean you're going to play it's an audio clip. That's all you really need. Oh, yeah, what the audio is what. This lady to... starts talking shit, and they're accusing her of, like being swearing and shit. And she had kids in the car, in her car, not in right. that car. And right? the lady in was like swearing and shit. You know, she's like trying to like wait to set an example for your kids. Yeah. Well. Cute too. I'm sorry. Let's see what sorry, happens sorry, here. Really you are? No, it's my, it's my, it's it my fault. It is your fault. Yeah, I know it's my fault. That's why I'm, I'm saying sorry. Eh? She thinks it's cute <laughs> that her driver almost hit my kids, and she thinks she needs to take a video of it instead of apologizing like a. So stopping in the middle okay. of the road is gonna help? Oh my god! Oh. You being a bitch is gonna help? I didn't say. Anything. I don't know. Wow. Calm down. Wow. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. It's okay. I'm sorry. He it's apologized. My, it's, my, it's my fault. He apologized. Yeah, I know. It's and my... you know what? If that didn't upset me. But <laughs> the bitch ass hoe. Sorry. Well, you need to calm down. <laughs> what I'd like you to do is apologize instead of being a bitch. You're calling me sorry, but you're calling me a bitch. I'll oh, set, sorry. An, set an example. I'm sorry. <laughs> my kids can't hear me calling sorry. you a bitch. Your window's open. They can't hear me because they're listening to kids' box. That's <laughs> 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 they can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Bop. Oh, that's the greatest That's comeback great. ever. What? <laughs> uh, they can't hear me. 
<laughs> They're listening to Kids Bob. Dude, the internet's crazy. Now that's what you call music. Yeah, yeah. Where they take basically every song that's got profanity and they make it into some corny ass shit. You know, that's what it is. They'll take like sexy racist songs or racy, not racist. Like slob on my knob, like corn on the It's like butter. You're not. Yeah, that's right. Butter. You're corn. Yeah, something like that. Butter. You're corn. Eat your cob. Something like that. Right. It'd be something ridiculous that kids could sing to. All right. Here's something else that's ridiculous that I was reading. All right. Snoop Dogg has a personal blood roller on salary. Yeah. This guy pays a person between 40 to 50 grand per year to roll bloods for him. He said during a recent appearance on the Howard Stern show. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Right. So then Seth Rogen. Oh, my God. Unknown caller. Well, sorry. We got a caller. We got a caller. I guess we might as well just answer. The caller. Is it is it the blunt roller? Is he calling in? I wonder if it is the blunt roller. I'll fly within. <laughs> to be blunt podcast, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, I man. hear someone talking. I hear someone talking, too. Unknown caller. What the heck is this? I don't know what's going on. Live TV, folks. To be blunt podcast, what's your name? Where are you calling from? All right, tell him what's going on, man. This is Brian the Blonde Roller. Brian the Blonde Roller. Wow. Brian the Blonde Roller. Wow. How are you guys doing? Bro, what do you got yourself on speaker here? You got to turn that down, y'all. Turn off the speaker. What are you still rolling blunts down there? Yeah, yeah, we're still rolling blunts down here. So you're telling me that you're right now rolling blunts with Snoop Dogg listening to our podcast? My wish, buddy. I'm sitting in my office working. <laughs> oh, man, you should be rolling blunts. <laughs> Damn, I just yo. Wanted to, just, just wanted to call and laugh with you guys for a minute. So. <laughs> my man, where are you calling from? He's my brother, man. Oh, oh fucking, oh, 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 fucking Frank Knox's oh, brother, Brian. How the fuck am I supposed to know that? <laughs> Jesus, please. Get it together. Wow. Frank Knox's brother. Brian. Calling, all the way, calling all the way from Miami, baby. It's Brian Knox. Brian Knox on the line. <laughs> Brian Knox in the house. Wow. He is the best blunt roller, man. He taught me how to roll a blunt. That's right. I smoked plenty of bloods with your brother, Frank. Yeah, he taught me how to roll a blunt. There you go. My I man. I figured it was an appropriate time to call since we were talking about rolling blunt. It's, very, it's always an appropriate time if we're talking weed. Which, which, by the way, I have not rolled a blunt in, I would say, at least two years. So I think tonight after work, it's going to be time to roll up a That's blunt. That's probably the most upsetting thing and disappointing thing I've ever heard. Luckily for me and PZ, we get to smoke one every Thursday. That's right. At least once a week, we're guaranteed to smoke a blunt. <laughs> well, wow. Next time, next time I'm up, I'll have to roll one for you. Yeah. You, next time you're up, you better come up and come in the studio. <laughs> I would love to. Yes, I All would right, well, too. You guys have fun. I just... I just had a moment, and I, I just wanted to share a little love for you guys. Uh, you guys are absolutely hilarious, and I enjoy my Thursdays Thanks, listening man, and watching. Thanks, man. appreciate it. Yeah, Much man. Love. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for the call. All right, guys. Talk to you later. 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 Brian Knox. That's right. The best roll, blunt roller in the country. Wow. Who talks to hire that guy? I know. Speaking of, I was going to say, you know. Jeez. Well, now that he said that, the blunt went out. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to light the blunt back up. And when we come back. We're going to talk to my man, Johnny Benson. And we're going to discuss the funniest comic and CT contest live on the air. He's calling in. It's going to be sick. But first, great. but first, we have a blunt to light. And we're going to do it right here on the 2B Blunt Podcast. Ha <laughs> ha. 
What's up, bro? <laughs> wow, it's Moonshine's cousin. <laughs> What's happening, PZ? What's up, man? What is going on? Hope you guys got some good beers to go with all that good weed. So let me tell you, right now, you're going to be a little disappointed because <laughs> right now, only one of us is drinking actual beer. And that would be the Scott. Scott, tell them what you're That's drinking. Scott, man. Ooh, man, I'm drinking uh, straight out of Other Half. It's actually a collaboration. Other Half out of Brooklyn and Silicon Valley, I assume, out of California. Uh, it's called oh, that's Not- my shit right there, man. Yeah, man. It's called Not Hot Dog. It's Imperial wow. IPA, baby. I love my IPAs. Scott, you and Johnny beer, would get baby. along real good, yo. Oh, this yeah. dude runs his own beer podcast. Ooh, wow. Maybe they need to have the Scott over there for the, uh, yeah. Stop the Scott. What's the name of this podcast? I got to write it down right now. It's beer, man. Beer. It's literally the Beer Man Beer Podcast. Look, you can find it on all platforms. But why are you calling today? It's we're here to talk about the comedy contest coming up this weekend, right here. It's going to be the funniest comic NCT contest. That's it. It was uh, started in June. We had 54 comedians. We are now down to the final four. The final four. Final four, man. I'll give you their names. Uh, Paul Taro, Dave Sheehan, Dr. J. Sute, and Giancarlo Biandino will be there. 
Now, there's a big cash prize of one of the wins, correct? It's uh, $3,500 altogether in cash and prizes, plus uh, 14 uh, gigs from uh, bookers and promoters throughout the Northeast. Wow. That's 30. a great opportunity for someone. So who's your, who's the who's the favorite going into this final? That's right, it? man. Who's who's the favorite? We who's gotta know. Pop. You know, I gotta tell you, I can't call it because these four guys have been like number one in their brackets every week. So this is really, really going to be a hard competition, man. I, man, it's, I, I can't, I couldn't call it right away. And I'm judging the show, so I can't just say it. Well, I'm rooting for <laughs> Doctor J Sutai because I mean he's, a doctor, he's got a gimmicky name, right? Yeah, he's got a great name. He's totally got a That's gimmick great. name. <laughs> He, but he's but he is actually a pediatrician. So Shut the a, fuck up! He's a real doctor. That guy at yeah, the he's, funny he's, bone, yeah. and he is fucking great. Here's a pediatrician, older guy, maybe in his fifties. Yep, Come on, yep. and he's a pediatrician. This guy had me pissing my pants, <laughs> yeah, Peasy. Come on, he's the he's the Britt Baker of uh, Connecticut comedy. Oh, oh, all right, look at that. He got the drops. I like it already. Now it's gonna be right at <laughs> Scott's favorite place, Treehouse, the oh, comedy man. club. Get out of here. Right there in Westport, you get tickets to treehousecomedy.com. That's going to be wild, man. That's going to be wild. I mean, it's going to be a huge show. It's going to be a great opportunity for somebody to, you know, make a little money and get exposure with these shows going on. I mean, it's it's a really cool thing you guys have been putting on. Now, this started in June with 14, not 14, I'm sorry. 54 comedians. 54 comedians, yeah. yeah. And we've narrowed it down to four. Ten of short of NCAA bracket. (laughs) It's like American Idol, man. You lose one every week. (laughs) Damn, I'm real sorry that I couldn't be there, bro. I wish I could be there for the show. Hey, Hey, you gotta take bumps, man. You know that's hey, right. Be- we'll Has talk this about been that. Going later. on at the Treehouse Comedy Club, this whole competition, or it's uh, scattered yeah, all you know, over the it, state. It was scat- a little scattered. We did a little bit at the uh, Elbow Room in West Hartford. Okay, and we also Familiar did some her. up at the uh, Windsor Lock. We also did uh, Bobby V's a couple shows there, but most of it was in Westport. The finals are gonna be in Westport. Nice. So, beautiful that's club cool. in Westport. Well, good luck to all those comedians, and uh, I got Doctor J. Who do you guys got? I mean, how can I pick anybody else? You tell Just you what, there's one guy I like right here, Giancarlo Biondino. Giancarlo? <laughs> that's another good gimmick name. That's, uh, it's got to be one of your cousins, right? That's what I mean. It sounds like one of my cousins. You know, Giancarlo little, you gotta, Biondino. I bet he's got a good recipe for sauce, right? Oh, he's got, yeah. the, he's got the sauce. He's got that good pizza, Oh, boy, he's got the sauce. the sauce. So, Johnny, we got you on air. Now, I we were talking earlier today, right? And you had mentioned that you were interested in trying to stump the Scott. Oh, yeah. The Scott's good, though, man. I mean, uh, I'll see what I can do. I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, so, you know, I, I know my stuff, This is man, the heavyweight so. matchup we've been looking for. You That's know? right. Two beer. Two beer men. Enthusiasts. That's right. Ooh, two enthusiasts. wrestling. We're going to do something, Scott. Guys. We're only in, like, segment three right Listen, now. this oh, wow. is what's going to happen. <laughs> the battle of the best. Johnny, are you ready to play stump the Scott? I'll play Stump the Scott. All right, we're going to play Stump the Scott right here on the 2B Blood Podcast Impromptu featuring Johnny Benson, who's got questions for the Scott. Scott, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Who is hosting Stump the Scott today? Bud Griffin. You already know. Brought to you by Treehouse Comedy Club, the CT Best Comic. Going down this weekend, 8 p.m. Treehouse Comedy Club. Johnny Benson. <laughs> Are you ready to stop the Scott? I'm gonna try. All right, Scott. 
You got you ready? Scott, what are you ready? ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, Johnny, ask your question for the Scott. All right, Scott, can you name the two holders of the Western States Heritage title? I don't even know where wow. that's from. The holder of the Western States Heritage Sound, you know? No, I don't even I've never even heard of that before. <laughs> never heard of the Western States Heritage title. Uh, These are two current holders. A little younger right than me, I guess. <laughs> you gotta tell you what, you scumped Bud Griffin. <laughs> and Frank. I, no, I think you might have stumped the planet on that one. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll right, tell I'll, you. But you don't, you don't gotta set the clock. You don't want me to set the no, clock? No, it's all right. I, I forfeit. <laughs> I, I give him the white flag. I wave the white if flag. I you, if I give you a, tell you what, if I give Dusty you. Rhodes. He wants to give a hint. If I give you a hint, if I give you like a, a time span, would you be able to come up with a couple of wrestlers? Maybe. Let's see. I would say late 80s NWA. All right. Okay, so, hold on. 30 seconds on the clock. This is the first lifeline Scott has ever been given. Late Scott. 80s NWA. Late 80s NWA. I don't even know the name of the title anymore. Either Western Gate State. The West, Western something. Western gimmicks. I don't like. All right, I'm just gonna go. This is the first name pop in my head. I can spend all the time thinking about it, but I'm just gonna go with these two names that came in my head. I'm gonna say Manny Fernandez and Rick Rude. Nah. Ah. Nah. It is close. Close though. Oh, Can we tell you who it was. That's right. Yeah, you might we, as well. We, we all want to know. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. I hope it wasn't Adrian. It was Barry Windham and Larry Zabisco. Ah. Oh, all right. Wow. Well, John, thanks for playing stuff to Scott. Sorry, Scott. Better luck next time. <laughs> That's all right. I'll be sure to promote uh, this weekend's comedy club at Treehouse there. <laughs> That's right. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right. All right. All right, bro. Later. Thank you, man. Uh, we'll get you on Beer Man Beer soon. Absolutely. We got to get together. All right, man. My name Scott Tillman Jr. I am one third of the New Heart Foundation on Major League Wrestling, and you are listening to Peasy on the To Be Blunt podcast. Yeah. Wow, the Scott's over here already. Right. Well, making a scene. Maybe we need to reformulate things and just tell people Scott is only a master of one brand. <laughs> that's WWE. <laughs> WWE. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. I mean, I can do a little bit more, but yeah, NWA. WCW is I pushing mean, it, little, right? Little, you could probably get WCW stuff. Was that even an NWA belt, or was he, or was he just referring those dudes wrestled? I don't know. Any comments about it on the on the Facebook? No, just my brothers commented, <laughs> and then I called in. So he commented in. and called in. Yeah. Wow, we've already played Stump the Scott once and all hell broke loose. Now we had, you know, the ones I've mentioned earlier. Uh, i got to see if we're going to redeem myself later on in the show. <sighs> Good luck. Oh, I, I got Survivor <laughs> Series questions for right. Scott. Oh, boy. I know. I just yeah, got some regular gimmicks, but we're going to find out a little more. Right now, we're going to get into a little weekly news. You already know the number one source for all the news you need right here. The 2B Blood Newsroom. On the To Be Blood Podcast. That's right. And let's kick things off right here. It's the first headline, which I'm sure you've already heard. Man fatally stabbed in fight linked to Popeye's chicken sandwich. 
How many times now have we covered Popeyes versus Chick Fil A? That's the third time. Yeah, for I, the third I, time I, since I we started. I still have to get a sandwich, and I'm very yeah. glad because I did not want to risk my life like this. It, it was like what, like a six week hiatus where these chickens were out, and now they finally yeah. came back this weekend. That's this, right. This yeah. So happens. everybody starts going nuts immediately. So this guy stabbed to death in Maryland on Monday outside of a Popeyes restaurant. It appears both men, they were standing in line waiting for the release of the new chicken sandwich because, that, like Scott said, they've been sold out for, like, what, six weeks, you said? No, they, like they, no they had the craze, and they were sold out within hours every day, and then they just pulled it off the menu. I got you. I got yeah. you. So now it's back. Yeah. Now it's back. Now it's back. So one guy decides he's going to cut this other guy in line, right? Bad move. Officers arrive. They find 20-year-old guy in the parking lot, multiple stab wounds, all right, where he was taken to a nearby hospital and then passed. The guy died. It's a right. shame, man. All that over a fucking chicken sandwich. Because he cut someone else in line for a fucking chicken sandwich. Well, we don't know. Maybe it was the last sandwich and he happened to cut him in line and get it. Dude, I, all this insanity for a chicken sandwich and people are getting stabbed up, sliced and diced. Unbelievable. I don't, I like what. There's no way it was the last sandwich. What's we so good? What is so good about the sandwich? And that's why at this point I want to ask because I know someone who has tried the sandwich. Not me. Oh. I tried. He this guy it. right here, the <laughs> Scott. Yeah. So, man, listen. So there's a Popeye's right by my work, right? So I was like, oh, on my lunch break on Monday, I was like, I'll go to Popeye's. Shit, I would too. And I went, right? Only during the day, though. It's literally in walking <laughs> distance. So I go, and it was it was it was still light out. It was probably like three p.m. I want to say, and let me tell you, drive through. I did drive through. Okay? Uh-huh. I know it was in walking distance, but oh, I took my true. car. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Drive so through. that discredits you right away, but uh. and, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I want to let you know it was walking distance, but I still took. But my car. I took my car. But um, for yeah, the better though. So I mean, listen, it's hard for it took I want to say like twenty minutes to get through this drive through. The line was packed, freaking. I, I get there, and the car in front of me, like, we're just at a standstill so much that the workers don't even know what's going on because... Come on. The lady at the at the drive-thru teller, the one with the headset on... Right. She asked who she thought was the next person to order. It was the same person she just asked five minutes prior who had his window rolled up. Come on. And they were just at a standstill. And then it finally gets to me. I do my order, get my spicy chicken sandwich. But Oh, God. And I get it, and I eat it. But let me tell you, it's just... You know what it tasted like? What? It tasted like chicken because it's just a chicken sandwich. Wow. That's wow. it. It's nothing special. <laughs> That's it? It sure is nothing to stab anybody over. I mean, come on. Was there any was, sauce was, on it? Was pickles? it all right? You know, there were pickles on there. There was some sort of like mayonnaise gimmick on it, I guess. But like. So pickles and mayonnaise. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Now, that's it. You, now, have you had the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich to compare it to? I, I have. I haven't had them side by side, but like, you well, know. you've had just, one in the past. They're chicken yeah. sandwiches. It's that's chicken it. Sandwich. It's nothing to like. And in the end. Everybody's going crazy. You're telling me it's just a fucking me- yeah. mediocre See, like, sandwich. I go crazy for beers. I have a beer app. I can rate my beers. No, that's for sure. If there's a chicken sandwich app, okay, well, guess what? There probably isn't one, and nobody's going to be rating chicken sandwiches because that's all they are. That's There's nothing special about them. They're not like to kill somebody over or to stab somebody. Jesus. Wow. Well. I mean, so you've heard it. The Scott's saying it's mediocre. If you've had the chicken sandwich from Popeye's, call in. Let me know what you think. Let all of us know what you think. Yeah, is it worth dying over? 860-384-7110. Is it worth dying over? If not, let us know. If you want to call in, let us know. It's good if you're hungry. dying over. But it's not worth all this hype. Well, apparently to somebody it is. It's just a fucking chicken sandwich. It's fast food, dude. Like, there's always, you know. 
Well, the internet can hype anything these days. Unfortunately, it's a chicken sandwich today. That's it. But it's just a chicken sandwich. Tomorrow will be some like bloated cheesy tots or spicy nuggets. Well, they already got those, right? That's the new thing going on at Sonic, right? Maybe one day we'll have the impossible chicken. They they have the impossible burgers. They got got impossible chicken. Well, it's not the impossible brand. They're they're starting impossible sausage, egg, and cheeses at Dunkin' tomorrow. What? They're giving them away for free on Saturday. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I forgot last week to get my uh, free tacos for the stolen base. Yeah, I went there last year. I <laughs> there was like free tacos, too, and no one told me. Yeah. Two and a half hours I waited for a free taco. <laughs> you know, for real? Yeah, it's not worth it. Wow. So then, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I just The story's unbelievable. Let's move on. I, just, I, I still know. can't figure it out. We're making our listeners hungry right now. I know. Unless they have something else to say, I'm going to keep it moving. So there's all this, you know, Stupid-ass stories in the news that I love to tell everybody. So let's talk about this guy in Iowa. Fire chief, right? Jefferson City. Allegedly driving, you know, patient to hospital while he's drunk. While he's drunk. So he finds these guys. Well, first of all, that's not exactly how it works. He's driving a patient to the Green County Medical Center in Jefferson, Iowa. Right? This guy apparently had been drinking before this. And that doesn't say anywhere in the news story how this guy even ended up with the ambulance or a patient that was in the ambulance. All I know is he was driving someone to the to the medical center and he was on the radio phoning it in. And that's when an officer heard him. And the guy was like slurring his words. Hey, I got a guy I wanted to bring to the hospital. <laughs> uh, you know, I have to put a fire out first. Can you please come pick up this person? <laughs> uh, fuck you, Marco Stud. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be me. Only Hi, Marco was in the back of the Hi, ambulance, officer. Uh, my name is Joe. I'm the lieutenant of the fireball department. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, the fu- right. How many fireballs did he take that night? I don't know, but apparently he was twice over the legal limit. Twice over the legal limit in Iowa. This fucking guy. Right. So then there was this lady in Louisiana who got caught out writing fake doctor's notes for students for money. Come on, how much? So this lady, Melina Farden, or Fondren, 52, (laughs) Farden, Farden, she's Farden, you know, accused of selling fake medical excuses to two students on 14 different locations, right? It was known among these students that this lady was giving out these these tickets for for cheap. Yeah, but what was she she, she charging for them? 20 fucking dollars. What, dude? I would have fucking used her like every day of my life. So these kids would just go get a $20, pay the lady, and you're right, doctors now. They skip school. $100 a week. You're on vacation. (laughs) You know how mint that would have been on test days? I'm saying, I'm saying, where was that when we were in school? (laughs) You know? These days, you know, you got kids out here having sex with their teachers and shit. And you can get fucking doctor's notes from the fucking doctor by paying them off. Like, what is, what's going on, man? Back I wish in the I day. was able to have sex with my teacher or some of my teachers. You know? Not, <laughs> oh, and, God, and here we go. And have doctor's notes. You never wanted to have sex with one of your hot female teachers? I never, never, ever actually had, like, a super hot t-shirt. Some of these kids teacher. today, they don't know how lucky they are. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I, I I have not had one that I can remember. See, I was lucky that I got out of Xavier just in time. Yeah, you know, well. Because you had to stay. Was Mrs. Lane there? 
Who? The Spanish teacher? I didn't take Spanish. I took but French. But she was like the only female teacher and she was young. She looked good. I don't remember You've never her. had a teacher that you fantasize about? Nah, bro. I'm sure. Come on. L- I'm telling l- you. Listeners, if you ever had a teacher oh, that you fantasized about. You got to call in. Dude, I never had a teacher that was like, oh, wow. Somebody's got to call in and tell us ever. teacher they fantasize about. It must be the Middletown school system. It's shit. How did, how did you end up? See, you were a couple years behind me. That's why. Well, I had Mrs. Lane at Xavier, and then I also had... I don't even know who the fuck that is. She was a Spanish teacher. But well, then I, when I went to Middletown High, there was female teachers. Really? The vice principal was hot as hell. Well, I don't know, man. Miss Pila, GP knows all about her. We used to get in trouble on purpose. I remember her, but you're dropping names right now. What's going to happen if you see these people around town you know, and they're listening to this? Well, I'll say, <laughs> hey, Miss Pila, nice to see you. <laughs> Your caller just hung up. Goodbye. Oh, damn. Oh, no. Wow. Damn. That might wow. have been Mrs. Pila. Somebody called in and then you Baby, baby, <laughs> baby, call back. Well, how are you going to call in and then hang up? Yeah, you that's know? rude. Well, maybe they got and it probably was time. Mrs. Pila. That's rude. Or is Mrs. Lane. You know? But who shot Miss Mr. Plum or Professor Plum? Right, listen, I'm just saying. Scott, you're blowing up over here. Turn your ringer off. You keep like... Just to yeah, flip the switch. I mean, what's going on? I don't, I don't know if it's the the, the the studio phone ringing or if it's Scott. You know, this guy's over here more popular than anybody else I've ever seen. Must be those insane dance moves. Maybe. You know. He's still so mad about that night. I know. Well, salty dog over here. Anyways, <laughs> so another story that I heard. And this one's a little extreme. So this naked guy was found in a chicken coop. Once you said naked guy, I knew this wasn't going to be good. Yeah. So police arrested Jefferson Falls. I'm going to the guy's name. A Saturday morning after receiving a call from the homeowner in Louisiana's Brownville. I can't even say that. Bach Cornville. Bach Cornville. <laughs> anyway, so they're saying, they called the cops and they're listening. Bach Cornville. I can't, I can't say it, bro. Bach Cornville. Right, I can't anyway, do it. Anyway. Bach Cornville. <laughs> so they finally say, that, listen, there's this naked guy. In my fucking backyard in a chicken coop. So officers arrive. They find a guy still naked. Attempted to cleaning the chicken coop on the floor with his bare hands. No lie. And I'm sure if you've ever seen a chicken coop. That's just nasty. Gross. Shit everywhere. Listen to right? my face right you now. Probably it's real, it's a real confused you probably, look. He probably thought it was meth or something, bro. Well, yeah. speaking of which, Frank, officers examined falls and noted dilated pupils, erratic jerky body movements. And when they interviewed him. He admitted that he had done way too much meth. Sounds about right. <laughs> and then attempted to have a conversation with the door of his vehicle. <laughs> Let me in. Wow. Let me in. By scratching this shit all crazy. Let yeah. me in. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, man, were there chickens in there? Oh, I don't know, man. So this guy's talking to his door, and when the door didn't answer him back, he got real upset. <laughs> Took his anger door? out in a chicken coop. Right? Let out all the birds and started fucking up the coop before he got arrested. So he was in the coop, got, got out. out of the coop naked, talked to his door. Door didn't answer back. And then all of a sudden. He got pissed. He got pissed off. <laughs> he got so pissed. And the next thing you know, goes back, lets all the fucking chickens out and destroys the coop. Damn, bro. Well, he probably is going to be spending a couple of years in a coop, not a chicken coop, but one of the jail cell. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely. Good for him. Well, let's take a quick break before we call up the Kincaid hotline. The blunt, again, is out, and we need to relight that shit because I feel like 
we should have finished it already, and we haven't, well, which is kind of disappointing. We're getting our feet back wet again, man, you know? Well, tell you what. You haven't smoked a blunt in three weeks, four That's weeks. That's right. We'll be gone for a minute, but pretty before you know it, PZ will be back. The chicken's here. Championship ring right here. That's right. He messed it up last ring and grabbed it, baby. That's right. I took hey. the brass ring and I grabbed it. Hey, right off the top, I gotta say, very first and foremost, and very important, the Scott got stuck like a motherfucker. Holy cow! Wait a second, Don. Did you know the answer to that question? Well, well, no. So I mean, where you get off talking shit to the sky? <laughs> Where are you going to get all talking shit to the Scott? Is that segment called something can take? Hell no, baby! That's right. KK knows his lane and he stays in it. That's right. I love it. I love it. It's great to have you back, Doc. Hey, I got a bunch of news. I've been off for a few weeks, but the hell with the old news because everybody knows that. So let me dive in with... Some ratings because we all gotta follow these ratings on the Wednesday night world. I know he's gonna bring it up. Yes, you have to because, dude. Not only have they been lower than we expected, but they have been under a million regularly for the last couple weeks. So this past Wednesday, which was last night, AEW Dynamite, they drew eight hundred and twenty-two thousand viewers. Wow! Wow! 
WWE NXT drew 813 viewers. 1,000 oh, wow. viewers. This, this war is getting closer, huh? It's heating up. It really is. It really is. Okay, now, with both of those numbers, AEW is up 8% from the previous week, and NXT is up, check this out, 40% from the previous week. They made big moves all week across all shows with NXT, and it made dividends. They really did. Well, speaking of ratings, that whole backstage thing with Renee Young, you know how she got kicked in the mush over the... <laughs> oh, she got kicked in the mush. So she's like, screw commentating. I'm sticking to the backstage stuff. Well, this week's backstage only drew 49,000 viewers. That's rough. Well, That is only 10% of the previous week. There's so much wrestling on, it's hard to watch everything, you know? True. I would never watch backstage, that's just personally. I mean, you got NWA, you got AEW, you got TNA, I mean, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Hey, the Viper, he has signed for five more years with the WWE. <coughs> wow. That's, yeah, that, I was shocked by that because he teased an AEW, uh, you know, a couple times on his Instagram lately. Yeah, but I think that was a little hook, hook, line, and sinker for the fans. Scott, what do you think about Randy Orton signing five-year deal? I know you hey. thought he was leaving. I didn't. I don't know if I thought he'd leave. I thought it would be cool if he left, but you know, <clears throat> I don't know. He he was he's a lifer for WWE. Come on. Well, I'm not. I don't doubt that for sure. I mean, well, he's he definitely going to be sure. Yeah. Five more years inked up. They'll bring him past his prime. <laughs> So we're talking signing, and we're talking WWE, we're talking AEW, just hot off the presses, and I do mean like three hours ago, one Virgil, yes, I said Virgil has signed with the WWE, are you shitting me? Wait a second, time out, time out, cut the damn music. Wasn't Virgil just on AEW yeah, last night? Wasn't wasn't he? On Instagram, on Twitter, with the logo, putting in front of the camera. Yeah, he talked about <laughs> breadsticks from Olive Garden. <laughs> he has signed with AEW, but his name is not going to be wait, Virgil. Wait, Check this out. Did you say he signed with WWE first? No, AEW. AEW. Wait, wait, wait. You said so WWE. Yeah, you definitely first. did. You just said he's got, he's got a new name, like. When he went to WWE, they made him Virgil, right? I guess yes. as a tongue-in-cheek to Dusty. And then when yes. he goes to WCW, they name him Vincent as a tongue-in-cheek to Vince. You're telling yes. me he's got a new name? He does, and I didn't Is mean to say Tony? WWE. I, I apologize. WWE slipped out. My bad. So his new name in AEW oh. will be called Soul Train Jones. Uh, all right. <laughs> What? Soul Train Jones, baby! Soul Train Jones! Soul Train, Soul Train Jones! Who's booking this shit? He's booking it himself. That's probably his real gimmick. Yeah, they run around oh, day to day. God. That is absolutely it's horrid. Me, baby. Soul Train Jones. <laughs> Imagine that shit. Oh, my God. Hey, we've been watching the NAW Power Show regularly. Tuesday nights at 6.05 on the YouTube, and I do want to come in with this past Tuesday, we have seen a new champion, one Colt Cabana. He has regained the NWA national title, which he just beat James Storm to get that. And baby, I love seeing Colt Cabana in NWA. Wow. 
Wow, my son got new champion, Cole Cabana. That's Cole nice. Cabana. Now, he's a former national champion, so he's regaining that belt back. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, I got some news that made me flip my fucking shit, and I'm going to end it with this because I have been a huge fan of the kingdom since they have been around pre uh, TKO and Vinny when it was Bennett and Company and the now kingdom with TKO Ryan, Vinny Marsalia, and Matt Haven as a leader. And I am going to tell you guys one thing here. Vinny is now going under the name Vincent. This has been happening for about two months now, and he has been changing little by little. And when I mean changing, we have run into the, the uh, pinnacle, I have to say. He has taken the leader of the kingdom with his axe and bloodied one Matt Taven in the skull and left him in a pool of Matt Taven's blood. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so he turned on Matt Taven and TKO Ryan. Now he's going solo? He is going solo. We don't know what's up with TKO Ryan because there was a backstage promo previous to this attack, but Vincent did do it solo, so we don't know where TKO stands in the whole landscape of the kingdom. I don't know about you guys, but I just shit myself when I read the news. I am a big kingdom fan, so we've got to see where this all goes. And hey, where the hell does Vincent go from here? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. I guess. Holy shit. You all right, Don? Dude, I think I had a small aneurysm. <laughs> wow. I, we uh, strongly suggest you seek a medical professional, just not a fireman in Iowa. That's true. Yeah. Maybe Dr. J. Well, I have a medical vape pen that happens to have some OG cookies in it, so I'm just going to take a seat and hit that bad boy. Well done. <laughs> Enjoy the milk and cookies. That's right, Don. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Hey, Shine, and you're listening to How to Be Blunt. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to How to Be Blunt with PZ. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to a new episode of How to Be Blunt with PZ. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to To Be Blunt with PZ. How in the fuck would you listen to anything else? That's right. To Be Blunt Podcast. We are back. We had Don Kincaid with all the hottest news. And now we're going to go right in to our weekly roundtable discussion. To Be Blood podcast, Frank Knox, the Scott, and Peasy. We're back, baby. We're back. And we got to get into what's been quite the fucking week in wrestling, gentlemen. When I say they made a statement starting with SmackDown the other week, and they had NXT invade, that was the start of what's been a magical three days of wrestling. Yes. A very yeah, interesting week. And I don't mean consecutively. I just mean, you know, we're talking, other shows. Fri- we're talking, you know, Friday, right. Monday, Wednesday. Yes, absolutely. But it always seems the best stuff in wrestling happens by accident. Did, did, I mean, did it happen by accident? That wasn't supposed to happen. You don't know how much of that was already oh, in place. You know? Well, all the, the, the wrestlers getting held in Saudi Arabia. Well, that NXT roster, you know they didn't get to Buffalo. Apparently, they didn't arrive till 8.20 p.m., 20 minutes into the show. Wow. Like, the first clip when we saw Shawn Michaels with all his NXT garb 
with Triple H. Yep. Shawn Michaels literally, just like, he there. just said on backstage the other night, he just got there. Triple H was like, drop your bags, get in this shot with me. And that's what happened. Wow. Nice. So, listen. And I'm glad it happened. Yeah, I'm I mean, glad I don't too. know what the hell is going on with that whole plan and the wrestlers getting and stuck there. And I didn't want to talk about anything that was Crown Jewel related because yeah, it was just bullshit and it's already been over like, overdone. Yeah. Overdone. Everybody's already been through it. The NXT invasion is in full force. And man, let me tell you, if they made anybody look like gold this week, it was Adam fucking Cole. (laughs) Who stood tall at the end of every single show was the last thing you've seen. That dude made a statement on every show. Every single show. You know, and it's crazy. He fucking shocked the system. I, I'm telling you, starting with you know SmackDown, I wish Daniel Bryan. Yep. I mean, that guy's just money, Adam Cole, man. He is. He is. Baby. That's right. Boom. He gets you know? it perfect every time. Right yeah, it's <laughs> great. He's got the cues all done up. I mean, but like I said, Daniel Bryan and then Seth Rollins. Yeah. And then he comes out at the end of NXT. Yeah. Super kick to AJ Styles. That was, and yeah, knocked, he cleaned his clock. Yep. You know, he hit him good. You know, he hit him so good, he knocked the right off his ass. And then Finn Balor, you know, stared down with Adam Cole. That's right. And Adam Cole, again, standing tall. You know, I just. NXT and Adam Cole to the rescue this week. That's what happened. Yeah. And literally. Baszler was great. We saw a lot of different talent. Becky, they got a match coming up now. That's right. Triple threat with Shayna Baszler. Finally, I'll tell you real that. competition. Intrigue for Survivor Series right now is high. We got Rhea Ripley's been making a, an impact out there, you know. Also, uh, and it's just been great. The rest of the Undisputed Era has been making you know different kinds of noise. I'm sure we'll see uh, the rest, of, like you know, rest of the teams and uh, the guys to get matches before Survivor Series because I know Roderick Strong's been calling out like AJ Styles. Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish, you know, making the tag rounds. Right. I mean, so, I, I think I'm hoping Finn Balor returns to the club. How, how about the end of this? Now yeah. you had the stare down. Now you had AJ Styles throw up the two sweets. Yeah. Right. And then Finn Balor does the whole, you know, yeah. bullet club. Finger game. Guns. And I popped. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. I was like, here we go. Here we go. And then Cole came out. And then Cole came out. Right. So, so. there's still this, this mystery of what direction. Do we think Finn Balor's even going to go? You got Seth Rollins possibly joining Adam Cole. In the I don't game. see that happening. But, I mean, that's a possibility where we left off. So, if I had to guess, or if I had to make a bold prediction, if you will. I hope, uh, not I, another I wish, bold prediction. I to go to the club. <laughs> but I think what they're going to lead to now, based on what we saw last night on NXT, is I think we're going to see the O.C., it's, at Survivor Series, it's going to be the OC, Styles, Gallows, and Anderson facing what I'm going to dub the Undisputed Balor Club. Kyle O'Reilly and um, Bobby Fish, they already have a match, right? Because they have the NXT Tag Team Champions versus the Raw Tag Team Champions versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Right. So that leaves three of the strong. OC versus three of this Undisputed Balor Club, which I think is going to be Balor, Cole, and strong facing the OC at Survivor Series. We'll have to wait and see, but I think that's where we're going to go. I think that's bold and pretty accurate. That's the best prediction I've heard out of your mouth, so I'll, I'll sign off. <laughs> All on right. That. 
And I mean, wow. tell me that wouldn't be a barn burner. That'd be of a, a match. great match, dude. I know? would give you that. Survivor Series is looking to be hot, and they, and they need it after what they've delivered. The past two, three pay per views has been. <clears throat> I know, I know. It's very funny though how it's it's very similar to the old uh, the Nexus storyline. You know, it is. I mean, it's got like it's got that feel. I don't know. It's it's similar, but I feel like it's different in the sense that. Um, Right now, this NXT, they're establishing a brand. That Nexus, they were they kind of like, when they invaded, right, they were that the season one NXT rookies, right, is what they were called. And every week on that NXT show was what? They were doing stupid gimmicks. They were running around racing with a keg. Or they were uh, cutting a promo with a keyword that they, they drew or something. It, it was a joke. Um, this NXT is no joke that we have today. He says it's no joke. No joke. I hope it's here for, to stay. I think it would be great to mash it up. It would be. It would I, be. I mean, I wouldn't mind AJ Styles going to NXT. No. I'm, and, no. and I'm starting the whole Baylor angle with AJ Styles. No, it was great know, last and, night. You know, the right. crowd was was loving it. They were eating this shit up. It's but not a downgrade. After Survivor Series, all this brand intermingling, though, is obviously going to end. Yeah, they got to go back to the separate gimmicks again. Yeah. You know. But at what point... Is NXT going to be able to grow and get out of Full Sail University? Well, hopefully this is going to help bring more. They got to hit the road with the brand show, awareness. Right? All the, I, well, we already talked we'll about see. this. You know, we can't. I don't think they can stay there. You know, and and survive. But you talk survive about brand awareness, and and what happened? Friday Night SmackDown ratings were up, right? Because in my opinion, unpredictability equals ratings. Because we didn't know what was going to happen on SmackDown. Because we didn't know who was going to be there. And then someone's on Twitter and they're like, "Oh, I'll just watch it tomorrow." They're like, "Oh hell no, I ain't watching this." <laughs> well, tomorrow. no, because they were hyping that shit all day. When you think about it, because as soon as the news broke that those guys were stuck there, yeah, the rumors were all ready flowing. They were fueling yeah. that shit. And you know? uh, I mean, they put the hands off to them. They pulled it off together at the last minute. But then last night's NXT, what the intrigue. Got people watching because that's the closest they've been to AEW in the ratings since this Wednesday night war or scuffle that I want to call it because it's not that many viewers since it started. This is the closest they've ever and been. And usually so. when another brand invades your home turf, you could bet that the brand's going to come back on theirs. True. So I think a lot of people are saying, all right, we're going to see an invasion on Raw. Or, I mean, either superstars from Raw or SmackDown invade NXT, and that's what we got, you know? We got a big one at that. We really did. We really did. Now, speaking of the brands, keeping them separate, what the fuck are they doing with the heavyweight titles on those shows? I guess, a, I mean, uh, Brock Lesnar quit, and he's back in Raw looking for yeah. Rey <laughs> Brock's back on Raw, and we got the Fiend as the new Universal Champ, and he's going to be on SmackDown. But what the hell's going on? Like, I don't, I don't understand where, like, uh, how this even plays into anything, yo? Like, the, why? Why would they switch the titles? And how can you just quit and automatically just keep the title? Because Brock Lesnar is different. Yeah, well, he's different. I mean, it works in the yeah. sense that Heyman's on Raw, right? He's the creative director, I think, is the title, right, for Raw. But why even have Brock Lesnar come in and win the title on the debut of fucking Friday Night SmackDown only three weeks ago? Maybe they knew if they're all just gonna along. They're just going to have him quit and go over there. Long the Fiend was going to take the title from Rollins and take That was uh, audible because of how poorly the Hell in a Cell I mean, you're happened. probably right on that. Yeah. But all, all that matters to me, though, is the Fiend and Seth Rollins are in different brands now because that can just be done with. And now the Fiend yeah. has new opportunities on SmackDown. He can feud with Daniel Bryan. He can feud with Braun Strowman. He can feud with Roman Reigns. It, 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 
and get away from why though? But why? They're gonna build it up so he's gonna destroy all those little dudes, and then Roman Reigns is gonna finally be the guy to take him out. I mean, sadly, you're probably right on that. That's probably what's gonna happen. It just seems silly though. That puts him over as the better Shield member all the time. You know, (laughs) you really think they're gonna? They both took out Brock Lesnar. Yeah, true. No, you're right. You're right. They took Seth Rollins way less times than it took Roman Reigns. Way less times. That's true. So how do you rebuttal that? Roman Reigns face him once, takes him out immediately. The dude's too ha- He's too hardcore for every Friday night. You're talking about The Fiend, right? The Fiend, yeah. yeah. I, personally, I don't think he needs the title. But he's gonna, that's what it's going to be. I mean, that's, his, that's the position he's in now with the universal title. I think we're going to eventually see a transformation where he, The Fiend only comes out like the demon Finn Balor came out. We've discussed this before. You're going to see the over in mass. Like the dude you see in the funhouse come out to the ring. Wow. All right. It could happen. I mean, how else? Otherwise, that's too much Friday night, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's been battling the split personalities throughout his matches, throughout his promos. I don't know. I just think that. I mean, you could be right. You could be right. I could be way wrong, but it's wrestling, dude. It's just like. It's so unpredictable, but at the same time, it is predictable. I feel like if he loses the title, he has to lose it as Bray Wyatt. Like, he can't lose as The Fiend. No. That's, but the Fiend think, can kick out of 27 freaking uh, stomps. like Which is, I don't know, <laughs> ridiculous, Wait, though. Can he kick out of one, you know, loaded punch? Ooh, PZ knows all about that. That's <laughs> right. The Superman punch. <laughs> you saw you saw his cousin this side of your honeymoon. <laughs> Ooh, Boogzos. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> that was the greatest shit. <laughs> the Boogzos. <laughs> Oh my! God. Oh my God! We're getting we're getting lit in here. Yeah, man. I don't know what they're doing with the titles, but just when you think you turn the corner, you're gonna see the brands and what they're gonna look like. Survivor Series comes around, and then it's like mashed up right now. So we don't know what's going on. Yeah. If anybody listening out there, what, what would you do with Bray Wyatt in this situation or Brock Lesnar? There's what would no, you do about these? There's titles? no championship match for the Survivor Series, so we got to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are they going to wrestle? At which is which Series? is interesting because usually it's champion versus champion at these shows, but they've already made Brock versus Ray. So who's Bray Wyatt going to face, or is he going to face anybody? Ah, uh, <laughs> he has no feuds open right <laughs> nothing. now. Nothing, right? Nothing. I, 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 I think that's where Braun Strowman's going to come into play somehow. Well, we'll see. I guess we'll find out what happens. How many times is that guy going to fight for the title and do the job, though? I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird how they're booking it. Him and Joe and Braun Joe. Braun Strowman or, does not deserve a title opportunity until they give him the belt once. Yeah, you're right. No. He's too big. Braun Strowman and yeah. Samoa Joe He just are beat Tyson Fury. I mean, I, I don't know. Damn, I mean, no. no. He, he got knocked, out. Tyson he got Bray, knocked out by Tyson Fury. Yeah, which is another, another whole, now whole Tyson other thing. Fury's saying he wants a match with Brock Lesnar. So I didn't want to talk about Crown yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, the mashup. You don't know what's going on anymore, man. You got world heavyweight boxers, UFC fighters. You got the Rocket UFC. I mean, it's it's nuts. Right, so you don't want to talk about these titles anymore, right, PZ? No, no. You know right. what I want to hear you talk about? I want to hear you talk about the match of the week. Well, unfortunately, Scott, that's not going to happen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm real high right now. This what's <laughs> here is what is going to happen. <laughs> Guys, you know, every time. He doesn't <laughs> listen. He never fucking listens. Ever. I think I was doing a good segue, but apparently I wasn't. Yeah, no, no. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break we because we, were doing an auto we got nothing else to smoke. I need cue cards. And then we're going to come back. We're going to talk to Ryan Frost 
about Battlefront Pro Wrestling's big coming event, the new extreme version. I'm so excited for this weekend. Ryan Frost, baby. We're going to talk about his, you know, uh, activities for the weekend. My activities for the weekend because me and him will be together. We'll talk more about that. But first, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Ryan fucking Frost. Hardcore is stupid. I thought you said. This phone I smoke It's such an incredible feeling Getting so high, girl, you know I stay grilling Ain't gonna hide it, my eyes they so chingy Hey Mary Jane, won't you take care of me? Yeah, we Always been smoking, since smoking weed is a must So we smoking, and while y'all rolling raps We all about to split in touches And while y'all rolling raps We all about to split in touches And while y'all rolling raps We all about to split in touches I'm still getting high, girl, it ain't no secret about in the building with a buck and you feel it if you think your pun's whack well i wouldn't assume and when i walk inside it's instant red eyes in the room chill i start a smoke session split a dutch drop your weapon you're packing chocolate well i'm packing ak-47 and i don't care how it's growing long as it does the trick some red eyes and highs yeah i'm doing it big shit i never met nobody like you mary jane and project It'd be a dream come true Every time I take a hit It's a bond you can't break Either junk, blunts, or bowls Either one can make my day And you never wanna argue When I'm blowing you off Girl, if I burn you with a lighter Then I'm playing the song I know it sounds cruel So I guess we're breaking up Sprinkle every last bit of our moments Off in the Dutch It's such an incredible feeling Getting so high, girl You know I stay grilling Ain't gonna hide it My eyes are so chingy This is the one above all. Destiny Gango, your ultimate world champion and the sole CGW world tag champion. And you're tuned into another episode of To Be Blunt with Peace. To Be Blunt Podcast, we are back. Frank Knox and Scott in studio, and on the phone, I have none other than the infamous Ryan Frost. Thank you so much for the appropriate uh, honorific, because so many people say stupid shit about me, and and I am the infamous. I appreciate it, Beasy. Listen, if anyone's going to agree with you, it's going to be me, baby. You already know. I'll put my signature on that as well. That's right. Co-signed. Oh, damn. Thanks, Frank. Co-signed, man. Ryan Frost. First time we got him on the show. It only took 19 episodes. About fucking time, man. I mean, I'm saying. This guy's I'm making saying. the most noise in New England that I see. <laughs> You're uh-huh. already know. At least taking down legends. He's taking down the legends. Damn, that's, that's kind of you guys to say. So for those of you that don't know. Ryan Frost, local wrestler from here, right here in Connecticut. All right, me and uh, me and Ryan Frost and my alter ego, Slate Dangerfield, we're on a little little squad over at the 
Battlefront. And speaking of Battlefront, here, brother, brother, we're taking over. That's right. That's right. Last time we were together to talk about taking down Legends, we Ryan Frost single-handedly destroyed Just Incredible. Oh wow, that's right. Could never beat him unless you took that super kick to the face. So thank you, Beasy. And my jaw still hurts to this day. I swear to God, I think I got that that shit where you open your mouth and your jaw like pops. Oh, oh. Fucking guy clocked my, you know, cleaned the clock. It was over. But hey, am I allowed to look the same sense? Yeah, you're allowed to swear. You can do whatever you want. This is you know talking about lockjaw. Yeah, lockjaw. That's it. It's like my shit dislocates. Yeah, it's all just incredible fault. Yeah, (laughs) but you know what? It doesn't matter because the next time I see him, it's over. (laughs) There's a receipt, baby, for that. Let me tell well, you. If he's wearing a, if he's wearing a yellow mask, beat his ass too because this whole fucking oh sorry yeah no well, you can whole, you know you can say whatever you want. This whole Aldo Montoya bullshit is is putting a big hair up my ass too. I well you know what I don't I don't understand you know this guy thinks he's like funny he comes back and now you know teasing the Aldo Montoya gimmick you know. Well, it didn't it? It didn't happen. I thought it was going to happen, and it, and it actually didn't happen. They had somebody almost formidable. That was, you know, kind of a shame, right? To be honest, it was. It was. Now, for those who don't know, Battlefront Pro Wrestling, located in Ludlow, which is where they run all their shows, Massachusetts, they just created their own sub brand called Battlefront Pro Extreme. Their inaugural event to start in this Saturday. November 9th, Ludlow, Massachusetts, at the Elks Lodge. And it's going to cool be... Thing, the cool thing about Battlefront Pro X is that they're going to be moving around, you know? So but, I don't have to keep going to Ludlow. <laughs> but, the, but the first event is in Ludlow. Right, right. They're planning on being a traveling brand, whereas, you know, Battlefront Pro Wrestling is basically just, uh, you know, they... They run their home, you know, the squad. They sell out that building every time they run there. It's great. I've been there, and I can't wait to see this, man. I mean, Battlefront Pro Wrestling is extreme as it is. Now they're having a brand. They're putting extreme at the end. I can only imagine the limits they're going to push. Well, I'll tell you right now, the main event, Frank Knox, for this show, first time ever, no ropes, barbed wire match, Dirtbag Dan versus Len Oddity. Those are two sick fucks. You want to talk Those about extreme? Those guys are too sick, Fox. You couldn't pay me enough to step inside of one of them gimmicks. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Frost, but if that's the case, I'm well, out no. of there. <laughs> and I've told you guys a hundred times, like, hardcore is stupid. Hitting people with a cookie sheet upside the head is stupid. And that's why what I like you. What these guys you know? are doing, though, what these guys are doing is, is, is several leaps beyond that. And, and, and I don't talk shit about this. You haven't seen me talking shit about this match because the, the the commitment to punishing both yourself and other individuals that they are are uh, obliged to do now, I like I got nothing but respect. It's just it's just unnecessary. Wow. I mean it's it's kind of super extreme. I mean that's what they're branding themselves as, but to me, that's taking it far. And that's why I like, you know, siding with this guy because he's got the same values. Like, wrestling should be wrestling. But why do they got to do all that other shit, you know? Why does there have yep. to be barbed wire? I mean, look what happened to Justin Credible. The last time that Ryan Frost, you know, fought him, he brought out a barbed wire kendo stick, whatever it was, down to the ring, you know, wedged it in the corner, 
and went to go throw Frost into it. What he ended up doing? Reversed. That's right. Well, Busted wide open. Wrestling because move, Ryan they, Frost is a true professional. That's what I'm saying. With a wrestling move, <laughs> a drop hold, that it. guy basically bled out in front of everybody. It's bleeding like a stuffed pig. Oh, it was awful. It was gross. And I got it all over me, damn it. It's nasty. It's yeah, nasty. Well, I got tested. I'm good. So I guess we're all good. <laughs> Thank God. Thank and God. <laughs> so now you beat just incredible so what happens at the last battlefront show you're out there cutting a promo you're talking about you're you know you're the hardcore champion currently in case we didn't tell anybody yet it's brian frost is their hardcore champion even though he believes hardcore stupid with him holding the belt at least we can make sure we can try to tone things down as necessary no i'm telling you right now like the most important championship at Battlefront, who butters their bread with hardcore wrestling, <laughs> must be the hardcore championship. I would imagine And that's so. me, brother, brother. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So, the Sandman and Ryan Frost now. The Sandman? The Sandman. ECW original? ECW original Sandman, who comes out at the last show. What an idiot. Takes out some of, you know, the rest of the squad, TJ Howell and Big Jake Sampson. And all of a sudden, got the candle sticks, talking shit, drinking beers, smoking cigarettes, doing all that shit. It took two Singapore games to take down Jake Sampson. That's right, it did. I want to throw that out there. It took two. Two. The one he has and double then TJ fisting. Howell III could not be at 100% for his title-challenging effort. That's right. So, and then look what kind happened. Kind of bullshit. Actually, it's true. And Slade Dangerfield was, and I there. wasn't right, and I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, if you'd been there, we would have fucking run train on the whole promotion. That's it. Boots to everyone's face. God damn it! Congratulations, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I do appreciate it. You know, I do appreciate it. But you know, we're gonna celebrate big time this Saturday. <laughs> yes. Once you take the Sandman out and destroy another ECW legend, and I want to see the kids crying for their hero, you know? I love afterwards the look on their face as I'm standing there crotch chopping everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody who ever doubted this man, Ryan Frost, they can suck oh. it. I love it. You know? Yeah, we're going to, I mean, we're going to shut a lot of people up. Yeah, absolutely. Our group, our unit our cohesive assembly of individuals is going to shut a lot of people up it's true another ecw legend will fall at the hands of ryan frost and be dust in the wind that's right and that's this saturday november 9th ludlow massachusetts at the elk like i love it thank you man yeah that's right we're big supporters of Ryan Frost over here. Of course. I've been the number one supporter since you dropped a leg drop on Slade Dangerfield. Oh, wait a goddamn second. Whoa! <laughs> you know, you took, wow. off the, you took off the ref shirt, and you gave it to him, and he okay. deserved every moment. Listen, that was, was a long time that. ago, you know? And you've grown I, I was that. trying to do the right thing. I was trying to be a good ref. And, and you know what? At the end of the day. At the end of the day, let me finish that for you. You were a shitty ref. <laughs> and that's why you're a better wrestler now. <laughs> wow, PZ. 
Like well, you did. Wow. You did drop the light drop. Goddamn it! The stars aligned. You know, that's Everything, right. You know, there is a beginning. Between it's an upgrade, if you stars, ask yeah? me. Anyways, I mean, look, you're not even a hardcore champion. Well, then I don't know what to tell you about the breaths that I've trained since being a ref. Because <laughs> them motherfuckers said WWE tryouts, but this is true. But hey, I'm sipping tea, bro. I'm Kermit. What's up? <laughs> so, Battlefront Pro Wrestling Extreme. Let's talk about. Uh, a little bit of the uh, back, the backstage. Let's take the the gimmicks down, and so yeah. Battlefront Extreme is going to be ran by Scott Anarchy and Just Incredible. That is, you know, it's it's a conjoined effort, but they are going to make sure the BPX events are on the road, and and we're making things happen. Yes, and how? And I know you do like a lot with uh, both those men. Like, how much are you involved? With the actual um, show, unfortunately, because of recent events where, where uh, I was kind of a jerk because I, I mean, you guys know, you guys have seen what I do. It's tough because I know that I deserve the spotlight. You know, like I, I was a ref, I thought I deserved the spotlight. I'm a wrestler, I think I deserve the spotlight. I know I could talk circles around a million people. I know that. There's reasons that I should have some actual stake in what's going on, but oh, and I and to add, I'm actually like good friends with Scott since childhood. Good friends with DJ for for probably 15 years, you know. But now that I inserted myself into it in a way that was probably less than ideal. Um, probably rude, probably inappropriate. I really don't get to help with all these things that I would have gotten to help with. And I think that uh, the fact that the Sandman is my opponent for the debut event probably reflects that. Okay. I think they kind of went out and got somebody that they thought would beat me up. Well. Does that make sense? You know what? It's not the first time someone's like, done that. Like, I should be running this shit with these guys, and they won't even talk to me. But now I have to fight the fucking Sandman. Yeah, but I mean, he's right. It's the Sandman, you know? Ah, I don't know. I mean, you, you look at the guys you've already taken well, on. Oh, you signed up in his corner. That's so right. You're going to get your ass kicked by the Sandman, too. Listen, at least one thing I can guarantee you is I will be in your corner. Well, thank you, Peasy. You know? So if anybody tries any funny stuff. You know. I'm just saying I should be on this like board of directors or whatever the shit it is with Scott and PJ, and like I'm not, and it's because like I just wanted to put myself over real quick. Well, you know? I mean, can't blame you for trying. Yeah, to you know, I'm 37 years old. I'm not, you know, I'm not 22. I'm not six pack abs. I'm not doing 450s. You know, so. Scott wants to announce a music video, and I'm like, yeah, it should be me and PJ. And he's like, oh, no, not you. And it's like, what the fuck? So I got to fight some people. So I got to beat some people up. So I got to make some things happen for myself. That's That's true. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do this Sunday, man. You're going to beat up people this Saturday. (laughs) Oh, and on Sunday, I got TOS, bro. Then I got a Survivor Series match. It's me and Big Dick Sampson and PJ Howell III. Our squad. Wow. 
Wow. wow. I mean, that's that's people are going to start firm, respecting you. Like that's We're right. Firm, right? Yeah. We're good with the firm. Of course so we are. With, so, so it's us and the firm against a bunch of fucking scrubs. Richard Stone you know, gave me legal advice once. My opponent, but like these guys are bums, and we're gonna beat the tar out of them. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Got a stacked weekend, this guy. You know, but, but all I know is this Saturday, me and you will be in Ludlow, Massachusetts, and you guys are gonna finally get the respect you deserve. That's right. That's right. Yep. Exactly. You know, you might not have people, the board of directors seat today. But come Saturday at 10.30 p.m., Ryan Frost is going to be sitting at the head of the table. Ooh. I promise you, by 10.30 p.m., I'm going to be the hardcore champion. I mean, there it is. There's the bold prediction, Scott. That's right. Write it down. 10.30. The bold prediction. And if you want to try, Adam... You know, it's 24-7 rules, so you can try to get your ass kicked too. Nah, Scott, I don't want no part of that. If you dare to step to the infamous Ryan Frost. Hey, are we trying to stump the Scott? Yeah, Did that's it. That? I only take my ass handed to well, me and stump the Scott. Before that's we try to stump the Scott, I want to do this. You know, <laughs> you got the match this Saturday. Yeah. We got a lot of people listening right now. <laughs> what do you have to say to your opponent the Sandman for this Saturday. Any messages you want to send out to him? I will say one thing that I did not accomplish earlier today when I recorded a formal promo. I just want to say that in, in, uh, does, do we got ears on this or can I just say company names and shit? Uh, it's all whatever yeah, you want. Whatever you want to do. Say, man. Open mic. In ECW, bro. The level of professional wrestlers that competed at Swanson and Rittner in Philadelphia are ashamed to have been performing in the same building as the Sandman. Wow. Like, like these are guys who set the pace for an entire generation of wrestlers after them. And this guy was a, a bum. So... If you want to ask me, I'm standing for wrestlers everywhere who had to change the channel, get a sandwich, or just check out for two minutes when the Sandman came down to the ring. Wow. Oh, my. That's, that's what a, I'm doing. That's a statement right there. I'm carrying a lot of people's fucking dreams and hopes on my shoulders. Because for every fucking frat guy who's pounding a beer, who's shotgunning a beer, who's taking a 10 shots, watching the Sandman come down to the ring and, and throwing their hands up and screaming the lyrics to the worst Metallica song ever. <laughs> Damn. There's me who's waiting for Rob Van Dam, Jerry Lynn, Lance Storm, Little Guido, super crazy fucking waiting for wrestling. Wow. And that's why I am going to beat the Sandman on Saturday. What do you think, Scott? Uh, spitting fire right now is what he's doing. Scott looks like he's feeling this in like his heart right now. <laughs> but Scott looks like he's You know what? Him. If you really think about it, he's right. He's right. Wait a second. If you really think about it, Ryan Frost is always fucking right. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. man. Well, I love it. I hope Sandman heard that. Because this Saturday... Yo, this motherfucker didn't hear shit. He's sitting in Philly. He, <laughs> he probably went to an event today, hit somebody with a cane three times, and got $500. Like, listen. <laughs> All right? You, you know, he's he's coasting on a legacy that he didn't even build. Wow. I mean, he's, he's right. not entirely he, incorrect. He's right. He was given a free pass. He didn't wrestle. He wasn't wrestling. I'm not saying a, a free he pass. He came out like, drunk. He came out drinking. He, he came out smoking lumps. cigarettes. You know? He took a few lumps. I, I said in the promo that I made earlier that, you know, I wish I could send to you guys so you could hear it. But we'll he's a sure great fighter. He's a great fighter. He won some big fights. He's been a world heavyweight champion multiple times. Facts. But who are those fights against? Raven? I love Raven. Sandman is a bully compared to Raven. <laughs> you heard that? He's a bigger guy, a stronger guy with a bunch of weapons. You know? He used to be. Sandman's a bum, dude. He used to be. He was a bum. He's still a bum. And Ryan Frost well, we'll is going to show that we'll this Saturday. Saturday. We'll see what happens. We know what's going to happen. That's right. We know what's going to happen. But you know We're what? We're going to roll over him like the bum and washed up wrestler <laughs> who he never was. And it's going to be over. Wow, I'm, not accustomed, of, this kind of, I'm not accustomed to this kind of support. Thank you, Frank. Let's cut the promos over here. Frank's over here. Cut the promos. You got something to say, I'm Frank? Fired up. You got something to say, Frank? I'm fired up. The Sandman's nothing. His biggest fan in the world. Dennis, I'm the boss. Crosby is nothing. Where the fuck is Bill? ECW's nothing without the Sandman. But who cares? Because the Sandman sucks. He sucks. Wow. Damn. Damn. Well, you know what, Frost? I heard you say right before you let us know how you felt about your opponent Saturday, you wanted to play Stump the Scott. I do. I have two. You really want to play Stump? All right. All right. right. Scott. Are you ready to Stump the Scott, Scott? (laughs) I'm more ready than the Sandman's going to be ready this Saturday. I hope so, because I'm your host, Bud Griffin, and we're here to Stump the Scott. Ryan Frost has a question for you. Are you ready, Ryan? Easy. You're so good at this, bro. Thank you. Ryan Frost has a question for you, Scott. Coming up right now, To Be Booked Podcast brings you Stump the Scott, the exclusive game show of the King Pop brand, where we hear smoke as much as we want to. Go ahead. What is Bad News (laughs) Brown's finishing maneuver? All right. Is that, do you want to repeat the question one more time? I heard it. From the initial reaction. What is reaction, Bad News Brown's finishing maneuver? Scott's initial reaction. Scott, 30 seconds on the clock. You guys are with him, right? He's not looking this up. Yeah, no, 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 we're watching. Trust me, we're watching him. Scott's initial he reaction. He already looks like he's stumped. He looks like he's going to never, never land. Yeah. Just like the Sandman will this Saturday night. And love all my You're distracting him. What a freak. Of Ryan Frost. What a freak. I feel like I'm I feel like his his finisher that I remember is just hitting Bret Hart over the head with a trophy at WrestleMania Four. But um, so I'm gonna have to just guess on this, and uh, I feel like it's a submission move, though. I feel like, oh 
man, I don't know. It's not it, but I'm going to say sleeper hold. It's totally not, though. So, well, that's a great guess for the era, <laughs> you know. Is it the ghetto and, blaster? You know, I, I, almost, I almost just want to give you credit because hitting Bret Hart over the head with the trophy is what made his career. Yeah, I mean, that's what I remember but, the most. Um, it's called the Ghetto Blaster, and it's a step up Enziguri way before the Young Bucks. And you know what? Not only did you stump the Scott, but we had live. John DeMellis text me personally <laughs> the answer to that question wow. of the Ghetto Blaster. Maybe should we stump the John? It is. We stump the John right here. We got listeners answered my questions for Yeah, oh the answer God. to while you were stumped. You wow. went to Never Never Land. The Sandman's going to Never Never Land. <laughs> Frost, right. you said you had one more question? You one more. I got one more, but the people at home, are, some of them are going to get this. I don't know if Scott will or not. Well, we'll find out right here. Ryan Frost coming up with question number two. Are you ready, Scott? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, Brian Griffin first? says you're ready, and we're going to stop the Scott. Johnny D, you ready for question two? <laughs> Who was the first opponent that The Undertaker, as The Undertaker, faced in WWF? So, first- Hold on, repeat the question one more time. Who was the first competitor that The Undertaker, as The Undertaker, faced in the WWF? So, The Undertaker and Undertaker gimmicks, first match. Scott, you got 30 seconds. Actually, easy. Oh, you son of a bitch. Because I'll bet you that Scott knows this. It was a Survivor Series match. Okay, so... All done, all done. stood in the ring when The Undertaker went to fight? Scott, you got 30 seconds on the clock. Time starts now. So, I'm gonna, uh, I'm just gonna talk this one out, though. Yes, he debuted at the Survivor Series. You said that. I was worried that you wanted me to say um, uh, Mario Mancini because he's the first person to be credited to actually taking a tombstone. Whoa. Um, But... The as far as the Survivor Series, I mean, he ended up having a countout. He got eliminated by a double countout with Dusty Rhodes on that. So I don't know if my answer should be Dusty Rhodes or if it should be Bret Hart because I know he was in the ring with Bret Hart during that Survivor Series match. Uh, but what was it? What was your exact question again? Can who was his opponent for that match? No, no, opponent? no. My 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 question was who was the first guy that he fought, and your friend Frank Knox won. By saying Bret Hart. Oh, okay. That so, wasn't me. That was Scott talking. No, no, about I, I did say Bret Hart when I was talking it through. Um, but well, okay, now we already know the final answer. answer. Oh. <laughs> no, what? No, no. Wait, wait, wait. He's trying to say something. It was definitely Bret Hart. That okay. Was the first guy that The Undertaker, as The Undertaker, faced off against in a WWF ring. Okay, I gotcha. Well, I got questions. Do you remember what city that was Not in at all, by any chance? <laughs> Uh, if you give me like twenty minutes, maybe. But, no. <laughs> no, it was it was right here in Connecticut. It was in Hartford. Yeah. All right, thanks for playing. Stump the Scott. Scott, unfortunately, he so only stumped you know, That's enough, though. Yeah, you stumped him once. Yeah. You, you, you didn't deserve the second question, and you only, he only got it right because you you gave him the answer between his fifty fifty. Nope. <laughs> I didn't know he got he got the, the he got the answer. He says he got the answer. Because he said, he said the first person takes the tombstone or the first person that he actually fought. And he was right. It was Bret Hart. Well, there you go. Which I think is, is very telling for the fact that like years and years later, 
these guys had such classic matches. Right. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Ryan Frost, for calling in and playing Stump the Scott and giving us a, a brief convo. It was very nice to uh You can isolate any of those comments I had for the Sandman because they were fucking acerbic. I would love it. All right. I'll send you some stuff. To Be Blood Podcasts, when we come back, we're going to talk NWA Power. This is the hardcore icon, just incredible. And you're tuned in to my man, Peasy, on the To Be Blunt Podcast. Now, that's not just the coolest, and that's not just the best. That, my friends, is just incredible. The coolest, and that's not just the best. That, my friends, is just incredible. To Be Blunt Podcast. We are back. We're back, man. Ryan Frost, Sandman's going to be great. You'll be there. Absolutely. Field, I'll be there. That's right. That's right. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fun time, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. Sandman walked into the wrong arena. Absolutely. Came into the wrong town and fucked with the wrong people. Yep. Yep. And now, you know what? Don't matter. We've covered this Saturday. We've got to talk about some stuff that, you know. Other than the WWE. Have you seen any of the NWA power shows? Yeah, I, I've loved it. It's been, it has that real genuine feel. Yeah. The studio show is back. You know? It's super crazy because it looks like it's totally 80s, 100%. Yeah, everything's great, but the production's money. Yeah. It's on Facebook, which is great because everyone has Facebook. That's right. Everybody does have Facebook. You know, it's on YouTube also, isn't it? Yes, it is. So but it, it debuts, I think, on Facebook. Really? Facebook Live, yeah. That's that we can't. And re- Facebook is. I mean, more people have Facebook than have a computer. This or is have true. Have cable or have internet, et cetera, et cetera. And the list will go on and on and on. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. I love the look of the show. I love that the guys come out and they don't have uh, entrance music. I think that's I pretty that crazy. Too, yeah. You know, they just come out and they just mean mug everybody. Like it's great. It's, it just feels like. Like, if you go on the WWE Network and find, like, the old, like, Mid-South shit, and that's what it was like, you know? It, it reminds me of, like, what the, the Netflix show Glow would look like. Yes. If I was watching it when it was supposed to be <laughs> Right. I bet you that's exactly what it would look yeah. like. But it's quality. It's, like, got it's got the HD crispness, too, yeah. which you didn't have with the 80s shit that we have. I know. What's going on up there? I don't know. What the fuck's Scott doing? Scott's up there pissing. That's right. But I, I think that I've, <laughs> I've enjoyed Damian Sandow appearing on. Listen, they got a good lineup. They got like, James Storm. James Storm. You yeah, know. They got Colt Cabana. Aaron Stevens is his name. Aaron Stevens. Oh, yep, that's correct. But I still call him Damian Sandow, which uh, <laughs> basically if you put a robe on Elias, that's Damian Sandow. Right. Right. Scott, we're talking about power. Welcome back. Yeah, sorry. I, was, I, had, to, I had to use the facilities. <laughs> Dude, Sky he goes upstairs. He raises all kinds of help there. The dogs are going nuts. What the fuck are you doing up there? If you listen like back a couple episodes, I had to kick the squatty potty out of the way. Okay, in the studio, and then what's (laughs) the studio wrestler? What's the 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 toilet? It like flushes twice. What? Am I out of my mind? I think so. Maybe, maybe I am. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) NWA power. Here we go. Scott, what do you think? What do you think about power, Scott? So listen, man. I think it's it's an old school feel. 
But it's like it's it's different than everything else. We have so much wrestling on nowadays. And it's a power. studio wrestling show. It's like yeah. I told Peasy, you watch Glow today, that Netflix show. It's like how they yep. how you envision it would come out in cable television, but with that 1080p. You know, yeah, Christmas. That's 1080p. So like, they they know that they're not going to draw a lot of people, so they make it a studio draw a lot show. Of people, they're debuting and streaming on the largest used. Service platform product in the world, right. Facebook. But as far as like you're He's going right. as going live, like you're not getting a lot of people, so they're making the most out of it. And I remember NWA back in the day, as you know, all those watching for the promos. You're not really watching it so much today for the wrestling. But I'll tell you what, I didn't really know much about Tim Storm when I watched the first couple episodes of NWA Power. But I knew man, nothing about him. I was rooting for him. And that title match. <laughs> you like Tim Storm? Aldis. I oh, was yeah. like, oh, come on, Tim Storm. Yeah, well, like. I think Tim Storm should go fight the Sandman because they're both washed up <laughs> past their prime. <laughs> Frank's on fire tonight. You know, fuck fire. Tim Storm, you know? I mean, what? it's great as it is. Do you think great it could, story. Do you think it could last the, with the way, like, the way the show's 100%, done? 100%. Because, dude... They're tapping in to the largest network. It's only got it's it's it's, Facebook. On, it's on YouTube. What too. other like, what other promotion or brand is streaming a entire show from start to finish? And come on, on Billy Corgan. He's got uh, the money for this it. One. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one. I'm saying wrestling show. This one does not not uh, Impact, not WWE, not AEW. What's going on in the comments? There's nothing. Going I'll be honest on. with you. I'm watching, watching. I'm watching NWA Power before I'm watching Impact. Yeah. Tell people to call in, yeah. The call in number is right there. <laughs> I know. An explanation point. We can tell them to call in if they're listening. Call That's in. That's right. Call in. 860-384-7110. Oh, I love it. This is yeah. great. Everybody knows the call number. There's no need to work the call-ins in the comments. It's right there on the screen the whole time. Forgot all about that chat. Yeah. So I, I yeah. listen, that blood, the critical kush. You know, I got me lit. I think, I think, I think uh, NWA has definitely the platform to last. I mean, they keep bringing in talent. They, you know, I, I thought the Aaron Stevens was a great move. The James Storm, great yeah, move. You great know? move. You know what? One of my personal favorites, Ken Anderson, is yeah, in there. Exactly. Yeah. Ken Kennedy. Kennedy. You got James Storm. I mean, there's a lot going on in there. Speaking of a lot going on, all right. AW. Woo. They got a big show this weekend. Did you guys watch that promo by Cody Rhodes last oh, night? I did. Great delivery. I did. Best promo I've seen in a long time. Even uh, the people Rock, are really hyping that even shit. Even the dude. Rock yeah. went online and said, "Mike drop." It's not going to be something that's talked about in twenty years, if you ask me. Well, if AEW lasts, it may well it be might. talked about. True. True. I'll tell you though. Going into this though, I thought for sure Jericho was going to retain. But now that Cody dropped that, and he in the said, promo, "Oh, if I don't win, that I didn't like that. That was the one part of the promo I did now not." Now I kind of like. don't know, but maybe, it makes sense though. Win. The stipulation, because now it's like you're going in. He's got to win. Well, he he, he kind of does. Beforehand, there was a coin flip. I still think he won. I still think Jericho is going to come out on top, though. Dirty and Cody will never definitely win. dirty. It, it's either dirty, yeah. Somebody's either going to screw him over, like somebody that we least expect, like an Adam Page or somebody, like. But we'll see. We'll see. I think the only person that could screw Cody Rhodes over at this junction of AEW is MJF. I mean, we know it's coming, but I or, feel like or I feel dust, like we know dust. it's coming so much that we feel like it's that's not going to come soon. The, the MJF turn. But there's even if he gets beat 
by someone turning on him, that's still never fight for the title. Again. MJF does have fuel. Has he had a match on Dynamite yet? I, yeah, I, he fought. Uh, what was his name? Was that the, was that that or was that double bald, or nothing? The bald head dude. His name's Aaron something or oh the guy from that tag team, right? No, what was his name? Fuck, he fought somebody. Got the iPad. <laughs> yeah, I got, got the iPad. I got the fact checker. Even but though he, I thought the Scott would know this. Uh, yeah, you think I would know, but I don't think he, like MJF honestly hasn't done much since they've been on TNT. No, he's just come Carver, out. And, Carver, what's the dude's name? And that's that's fuel for him if he, Brandon, when he does he turn fought off. Brandon Cutler. Yeah, Brandon oh, Cutler. Right, there it right. is. He did have that match, which was on like the second episode. But I think that's the but only. But it was match terrible. He's had. Brandon Cutler botched. Oh yeah, he like he tripped on MJF the top got rope pissed, or something. Yeah. That was when I was watching at your house. It was, it like was episode poop. one or two. He fell off the second But I will say, like, best heel today going is, is MJF all day. All day. It is. Even in all this, day. Even the shit you see Mark's or Scott's per, put up Thank you. online with MJF, he's in character and it's like a pop. You know what I'm saying? He's like, fuck you. I see him like flick dudes' hats off, slap dudes yep. across the face. I like, mean, me and you saw him. He was a surprise at that indie show a couple months us. ago. And I wanted him to make fun of me so bad, but he, he knew that's what I wanted, so he just ignored me. But, I mean, AEW is picking up steam. They are. You know? They are. Uh, I don't... Not like, a fan I've, of SCU. I fast-forward through... Oh, like, yeah, that was weird. But they set that up as soon as they took out Christopher Daniels. Yeah, which was silly, though. Lucha Bros took him out for no reason, and then they fought each other in the finals. Surprise! Yeah, I don't, and know, I don't know. fucking won, you know? Was, I thought that Lucha Bros would have been the first. You know? I thought that... That, I don't know. There was never a fan of that group. I thought the Jurassic Express would have been before Luchasaurus. That's right. Yeah. I know, right? Luchasaurus, right? Yeah. We do need Luchasaurus. He had a lot of momentum, and then all of a sudden, but he's supposedly uh, coming to NEW. Luchasaurus, he's making his return. The match, I think, that will deliver definitely for sure, because uh, there's a lot of hype with it Omega for full gear. Is Omega Moxley for yeah. sure? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I, obviously, that's gonna be the hot ticket, hot ticket item. And what do you got? What do you? Who's uh? Who's the bastard fighting? Uh, I think Adam Page, right? <sighs> Not again. That's terrible. Okay. <laughs> Love how our reactions are like does the same. Does Jake Hager have a match, though? I don't If he does, I feel like it's got to be against Dustin Rhodes, but I think Dustin Rhodes is injured, right? I think he injured his arm or something or his wrist. He's got a black eye from Jake Hager. My gripe with Jake Hager, he loses Bellator for a low blow, then the next day comes on television. That's the thing, though. Low blows, Hager could yeah. face Goldust, battle of the low blows. Or Hager could turn on... Um, Jericho and the line with the roads. We'll see. You got a lot going on over here. <laughs> yeah, it's, been a, it's been a big week in wrestling. All right. A lot of stuff has happened. And I think what we need to do is get into the top five people who made such an impact this week that they belonged on the most elite list in wrestling. That's right. Right. And finally, we're going to wrestling top five. Last week, we had my Halloween candies, and we're finally getting back to this. Right. Things. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we come back. We're going to do the Frank Knox top five, baby. When the tornado hit, it was pretty devastating. Everything we had was gone. Even with our insurance, we knew it would take a while to get life back to normal. Well, we were anxious and scared. We needed to get high. Within a few hours, Pot Farmers was here with two weeks worth of emergency joints, lighters, and bombs. No questions asked. And like, good weed. Oh yeah. Primo, not that trim shit. 
It was really reassuring to suddenly understand that what happened to us was an infinitesimal ripple in the ocean of time. Plus, I got my appetite back. <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know what the future holds. Nobody does. But it's nice to know we don't have to face it fully. Where are the kids? <laughs>
or power or dynamite. It came from NXT. It was the main event, which saw the OC take on Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Tommaso Ciampa. Wow. 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 I think this is the third week that Keith Lee has made it into a top five. Uh, It is. It is. It is, actually. That's a testament to this guy's work. He's limitless. It really is. I mean, the, the match was amazing. Amazing. The finish with Finn Balor. We talked about it already. I'm not going to get too much amazing. into it, but that was great. And uh, that was definitely, without a doubt, the match of the week, baby. I, I love that match of the week. I did, too. I love the match of the week. Yeah, me, too. You know what else I love, though? And I'm kind of upset. Everybody else this week got to play. But we didn't get to play Stump to Scott. I got my questions ready. I'm, I'm going Survivor Series mode. Right. I'm taking on all challengers tonight. He's taking on all challengers. That's right. So far, Scott, you're uh, one for two. It's true. And okay. uh, we'll, we'll give you uh, four questions to get you over 500 here. Let's see if we can all do right. it. Let's see. He's the smartest. You don't have any brains. I'm from Hollywood. I have the brains. He's unstoppable. Nobody in the whole world can beat me one-on-one right now. It's the hottest game show around. It's Stump the Scott. And now, your host, Bud Griffin. That's right, Stump the Scott, back for a third time here on the Tubi Blunt Podcast. All right, let's go, bud, huh? We got Survivor Series questions. The Scott's ready to strive to survive over here. That's it. The Scott, who's had, uh, what is it, a point five? What's he at right now? One for two. One for two. He's uh, a point three three. Point three. The, the stat man. Frank that's, Knox. that's his winning percentage right now. That's it. You're at a point if three three. If he was playing baseball, he'd be an all-star. Yeah. But, you know, this isn't baseball, though. This is stuff to stop. <laughs> so what's going to happen here? <clears throat> to find out if you're really going to make out today, Scott. Me and Frank are going to ask you two questions each and find out will you actually pass the 500 line right here on Stump the Scott. Frank, you want to give us first question? Scott, which was the first Survivor Series that didn't have a tag team match as the main event? Scott, I will repeat. Which was the first Survivor Series that did not have a tag team match as the main event. Scott, you got 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. All right. So in the Survivor Series era, right, it debuted in 89, I believe. No, 87. Debuted in 87. Um, and the teams, I like, it's always Hogan on top, right? So not a tag match. So... As the main four event, on four, four on four, four on four. The main event closes the As show. As the main event that closes the show. So, it, okay, I think I got it. We'll see. So I'm. What's your final answer, Scott? I'm. I'm thinking it's Survivor Series '91 was the first time this happened, and I'm going to say the main event was a one-on-one title match, and it was Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan. Scott, unfortunately. <sighs> Just like Sandman, you're going to Never Never Land. Uh, uh, the correct uh, answer, Scott, was 1992, and the main event was Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels? Correct. Uh, but it doesn't matter, because you only get one chance at the question, Scott, and you failed yet again. 
That's right, Scott. Eh-eh, not today. <laughs> right here on Stump the Scott with your host, Bud Griffin. We're going to ask the Scott question number two. Scott, I hope you're ready to be stumped. Scott, the following question is a true or false answer. At 25 years old, one month and 13 days, Yokozuna became the youngest WWE heavyweight champion. True or false? I'll repeat one more time. It's all right. It's false. Scott's already got the vote. He was 27. 50, 50 question Scott, already. you got 30 seconds on the clock, damn it. It's false. He was 27. Scott's done well with the only 50-50 question he got today from Ryan Frost. Guess what? The Scott's correct. The answer is actually Brock Lesnar. Wow. That's right. Scott's two and three with two questions left. That's right. So, Frank, are you ready? I'm ready. Scott, here we go. Question number three. Bud Griffin, Frank Knox coming at you here. And we're going to have another question here on Stop the Scott. Scott, at the 2004 Survivor Series, the main event was Team Orton versus Team Triple H. Team Triple H is... Team lost, but who was the first person eliminated from Team Triple H's team? Gonna repeat that. At the 2004 Survivor Series, the main event was Team Orton versus Team Triple H. Triple H's team lost, but who was the first person eliminated from Team Hunter Hearst Helmsley? 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. All right, that's a great question, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it all right now. So Benoit was on the other team. It was Benoit, Jericho, Talk Maven, the mic. believe it or not. Uh, Jer- Benoit, Jericho, Maven, and uh, there was one more, but whatever. That's not part of the question, so I'm not going to dwell on it. Triple H's team. It was Triple H, Batista, Snitsky, and Edge. Who was the first person eliminated? It wasn't Triple H. It wasn't Batista. So it was either Snitsky or Edge. So I got to think this one through. I'm going to say. Time's up, Scott. All right. I'm going to go with it was Snitsky. Scott, again, you could sleep with the Sandman tonight. Come on. In 2004, the first person eliminated was Edge. Was Batista. But the, uh, whatever. And he was eliminated with an insiguri from Chris Jericho. Loses to an insiguri. Batista, apparently. I don't know, Scott. It's not looking good for you. Here comes question number four. What's gonna happen? Are you ready to play Stop the Scott? I named that whole match. Scott. The other one was Orton. Jericho on the other name was Orton on the other team. Did you name Jericho on the other team? Yeah, it was Benoit, Jericho, Maven, and Orton. Yeah, Jericho. Uh, <laughs> Bud's trying to talk. Scott, your question is, which superstar said the following quote? I am not the biggest. I am not the strongest. But I damn sure am the toughest. I will give you four names. You can choose between them. Again, I am not the biggest. I am not the strongest. But I am damn sure the you toughest. Just give him the four names. Why four names. Choice? Daniel Bryan, Jamie Noble, Dolph Ziggler, and Rey Mysterio Jr. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. 
for everyone at home, Scott cannot reach 500 unless he gets this question correct. And you call in for the audience bonus round. Ooh, the audience bonus round. 860-384-7110. I might need it if you want to call in. <laughs> Mario, Paul, John, Tim, anyone that can help Scott, a helping hand, call in now. I know, he needs a lifeline. Scott, you want to call a lifeline? You said Brian Noble Ziegler. Who was the last one? Ray Mysterio Jr. That's not Mysterio. Scott, time is up. Um, Final answer? It's either Brian or Noble. Scott, final answer. Three, two, one. Scott has been eliminated for no, the no, final no. answer. I, I'm going to go with... Uh, oh, man. I feel like... This is a game show. Up, this is Brian the- or Noble. Brian or Noble. I'm, gonna go, I'm actually going to go Noble. The answer is Daniel Bryan. Was it Brian? Brian or it was Brian, right? Yes. I even knew that. That was the only question Frank well, asked. Well, it looks like it was another bad week to stump the Scott. Maybe he does need that bonus round, A six zero three four seven one one zero. I hope you've had fun here on Stump the Scott. Wow. When you've grown marijuana since 1873, you learn a few things about pride, about standards, about only growing the highest quality plants watered by pure Rocky Mountain streams. Some say Americans can't grow good marijuana anymore. We say, where you been, Rabbi? Kush, the banquet weed. Two B Blood Podcast, the banquet weed. Yeah, the banquet weed. But more importantly, I mean, something's got to give here, right? I mean, wow, wow, something's got to give. What is that? I don't know. What? What? Yeah, what was that? Two B Blood Podcast. Get ready, because it's going down next week, episode 20. Make sure you follow us on social media at 2 Podcast, the number two on all platforms. Make sure you leave a review, subscribe to our podcast. I'm Peasy from Frank Knox and the Scott. Somebody call and help the Scott get out of purgatory. I'm begging you.